It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day three, leadership's conduct at the top. Obviously, in any compliance program, the ethical tone of a company and accountability all starts at the top, including the board of directors, but most importantly, senior management. The Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs 2019 guidance stated, the top leaders, the board of directors, and executives set the tone for the rest of the company. Prosecutors should examine the extent to which senior management have clearly articulated ethical standards and conveyed and disseminated them in, a, in clear and unambiguous terms, demonstrated rigorous adherence by example. Prosecutors should also examine how middle management, in turn, have reinforced those standards and encouraged employees to abide by them. To assist companies in understanding this requirement, the 2019 guidance sets out the following inquiries. Conduct at the top. Have senior leaders, through their words and actions, encouraged or discouraged compliance, including the type of misconduct involved in the investigation? What remediation, what concrete actions have they taken to demonstrate leadership in the company's compliance and remediation efforts? How have they modeled proper behavior to subordinates? Have managers tolerated greater risk compliance risks in pursuit of new business or greater revenues? Have managers encouraged employees to act unethically to achieve a business objective or impeded compliance personnel from effectively implementing their duties? This requirement is more than simply the ubiquitous tone at the top as it focuses on the conduct of senior management. The DOJ wants to see a company's senior leadership actually doing compliance. The government asks if, if company leadership has, through their words and concrete actions, brought the right message of doing business ethically and in compliance to a company. How does senior management model its behavior on the company's values, and how is such conduct monitored in an organization? This means you must document corporate decisions where a compliance solution was proposed but rejected by management. In other words, is there a business justification for moving forward with the action? If this action occurs, how is the compliance risk managed going forward? Similarly, compliance techniques used should be documented to demonstrate that you are in compliance and your compliance function has met the requirements of this DOJ inquiry. Senior management must also share the values of compliance through operationalizing it going forward. Lynn Payne, in her seminal article, Managing for Operational Integrity, laid out five factors which can be used as guideposts to not only set the right tone from senior management on doing business ethically and in compliance, but also lay the ground for senior management to model appropriate behavior and then have it monitored by the company going forward. Number one, the guiding values of a company must make sense and be clearly communicated by senior management in a variety of settings to the entire company workforce. Number two, Company's leaders must personally commit and be willing to take action on these values. This means management must not simply overlook the transgression of top producers. Three, company's systems and structures must support its guiding principles, and these internal systems and structures cannot be overridden by senior management without both justification and 
board approval. Four, the company's values must be integrated into the normal channels of management decision-making and reflected in the company's critical decisions. Sometimes a company must turn down business if there are too many red flags present or by engaging in such behavior that it would violate the company's values and ethical standards. Five, managers must be empowered to make ethically sound decisions on a day-to-day basis. This means that senior management must fully support and back up such decisions. David Lawler boiled it down to the following. Whatever the size, structure, or market of a commercial organization, top-level management's commitment to bribery prevention is likely to include communication of the organization's anti-bribery stance and appropriate degree of involvement in developing anti-bribery prevention procedures. I once had a CEO observe the following. You want me to be the ambassador for compliance? I immediately said yes, and that is exactly what I need you to do. Lawler provided a list of points he suggested that senior management engage in to communicate the type of tone to follow an anti-corruption compliance regime. As CEO, as the ambassador of Compliance Forward, what can you do to fully model the conduct that senior management needs to show going forward? Another area a CEO can forcefully engage an entire company is through a powerful video message about doing business the right way and in compliance. A great example where a CEO used an ethical misstep to drive home the message of ethics from a different industry was the Centerpoint Energy video put out after the 2015 Volkswagen emission testing scandal. The video featured the CEO of Centerpoint Energy, and he used the VW scandal to proactively address culture and values at the company. And he used the entire scenario as an opportunity to promote integrity in the workplace. But more than simply a one-time video, the company then followed up with an initial resource entitled A Manager's Toolkit, What Does Integrity Mean to You?, which managers use to facilitate discussions and ongoing communications with employees around the company's ethics and compliance program. So what are the three key takeaways for today? Well, number one, senior management must actually do compliance Walk the walk and not simply talk the talk. Two, use your CEO to talk about current events and how those ethical failures in other companies can be lessons learned for your organization. And three, always remember that the CEO is the ultimate ambassador for compliance. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to day three of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow when I take up another strategy tactic, or pointer that you can use in your compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.